Andrew, uh, do you remember when you came to visit me? Yes, it was a lovely, yeah. lovely time. It was I, so I nice. think so fondly of that. Oh, that such a good time. That weekend. You're actually your photo in my phone, like your contact photo, is you doing the Green Goblin face at the Marvel exhibit we went to. <laughs> uh, which I think is fun. But you remember meeting my grandma? Yes, of course. Uh, I saw her today because it was my birthday yesterday. We we got dinner with the family. Amazing. Lovely. Nice. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, my grandma wanted me to tell you that uh, she hopes you're doing well. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, she wanted to say that she loves you. Aww. Well, that's sweet. I was like, I was waiting for the bad thing. I was no. waiting for And yeah, she also didn't like last night in Soho. <laughs> You're the only one loser. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, I love uh, her too. Yeah, no, she every time I see her, she's always like, How's Andrew? And I'm like, he's good. Doing comedy, blah blah blah. That's amazing. And I told her that I would do, I would tell you this on the podcast today. Oh, well, she, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love you too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between. Welcome Welcome back. Back. I jumped the gun. I I like this little, you did like a little dance for it. I like it. I was like twirling my guns that I was putting it back in the holster. Yeah. Bow, bow. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. And this, if uh, this is the first time listening, that's a weird opening for the first time listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't wait to uh, listen to the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, and then that that happens. Um, this is a, a movie slash art slash death of art discussion podcast. Yeah. But before uh, we get cynical, how are you, well, Sam? I'm doing okay. I've had a good couple days. My birthday was yesterday, and that was really nice because uh, I got to just hang out with friends all day, uh, and that was just a good time. Played some games, saw a movie that we're talking about right now. Uh, you know, work is okay. I know life otherwise is boring. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? Yeah. That girl never texted me back an update on that whole situation. She ghosted. She didn't ghost me. She she was then like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then she has not talked to me in like a week. So be like that. That's that's yeah. dating in twenty twenty one. It's whack. Anyway, with the day that this episode comes out, this is depressing. The day that this episode comes out will be exactly four years since I was last in a relationship. Really? How time flies. I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. How time flies. Four years. Four years to the day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But how are you, Andrew? How was your week? Oh, good. Uh, four years ago, um, I was doing <laughs> nothing, and now I'm still doing nothing. <laughs> uh, You're doing stuff. I am doing stuff, just doing comedy. Oh, I got an announcement at the end of this video, so stay tuned. Hell yeah. Um, Andrew Thomas Comedy, he's got goofs. Got goofs. He's on the TikTok. I am on the TikTok. I uploaded my first TikTok. 
500 people clicked the video and clicked out immediately. That's what TikTok tells you. I didn't need to know that information, but it gives it to you. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Why the fuck would it tell you that? You're like, yeah, about 576 people saw it for three seconds and then swiped away. (laughs) In so many words, it said that. And I was like, all right. All right. Out of those 500, five liked. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I'm all right. I did take my sister to go see uh, Last Night in Soho, and she didn't like it. She said I overhyped it, which I did. (laughs) You know, Andrew sometimes gets excited over movies. Andrew does do that. And she also likes Edgar Wright, so I was like, bruh, bruh, he done it again. (laughs) And then she was like, the boring's, uh, the middle's a little boring. I was like, you're not wrong, but like it needs to marinate, <laughs> right? It needs to marinate. <laughs> um, I love I love whenever you have to convince yourself that a movie is still good. <laughs> when people keep like pointing out very obvious flaws with it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's marinating, you know? Like, but like, remember when she walked in the 60s for the first time and the music swells? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, besides that, I'm good. Good, good, good. Speaking of not good, Eternals. Marvel Studios Eternals. Chloe Zhao, 2021's hit film. Divided critics and audiences, like every Marvel movie, it seems like nowadays. Yeah. Uh, We saw it. We tried to not do superhero movies uh, anymore, but sometimes a dead week happens and we're like, yeah, Turtles? A Turtles? You want to do a Turtles? A turtles? Not, not even a dead, just a week where where movies are coming out in America and they don't come out yes. in Canada. Exactly. And so I don't get to see movies. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sam, what'd you think of a Turtles? Man, it's fine. It's fine. It's just fine. I want it to be better, but it won't be because it's a Marvel movie. And you know what? I'm, I think here's my big take for this movie. I think I'm becoming much more okay with that. I hear that. You know? Yes. Yeah, it's fine. I do want these things to be better because they are so popular and because they make so much money. And th- they I want them to have pop culture. <laughs> yeah, I want them to have artistry and interest- interesting stuff going on. But like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, we saw one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever made, possibly. So it's like, it's not like this good movies are going away. We've had, yeah, lately walking out of this movie i was like at least we've got some pretty good movies recently at least yeah yeah but what did you think um before i i didn't like it but before i go into you gave it a higher rating than i did on letterboxd i I did like so the movie ended spoiler alert but not for the movie for andrew's life I'm going to text you this, and please read it. I'm so sorry. I'm going to text you this right now. Okay. 
I wrote on Letterbox what uh, what I just initially your... felt. Oh, okay. And then I deleted it because I didn't want to influence you, Justin, or Lupita. Okay. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to show my hand too much. Andrew Thomas text me. Read it, read it for the people, Sam. Tell okay, them the rating I just wanna, and then read it. I want it. I want. I want everyone to hold on. Give me a second, Andrew. And while you're pulling this up, I'll say why I gave it a higher rating. It does try. There are moments in this movie that want to do something deeper, and it does try. I will forever give A for effort. You try okay. and you made a Marvel movie look like a movie. Good job, Chloe. Good job. Um, but yeah. so Andrew's current review on Letterboxd of Eternals is three and a half stars out of five. It says my entire audience yelled, "That's it!" after the sex scene. Also, that ending can kiss my whole asshole. <laughs> his original ending or his original uh rating was half a star i get joker now this movie which i need you to i need you to unpack happened, that statement the ending happened and it really felt like i got the both black widow and shang chi i felt like i got a slap in the face but it was just the you're too old for this. Like you have moved past this. I agree with you. What you just said, where you're okay with it now that mm. these movies aren't really for you, that you've kind of moved past them. I feel like I've also, I went through a whole thing after Endgame. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. that's it. I guess. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So like, I'm okay with that, but just for the artistry with these being the biggest movies on earth, with these movies being guaranteed a billion dollar movies. Now they're not being a billion dollars because pandemic, but mm-hmm. if it wasn't a pandemic, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and, and Eternals all would have made a billion dollars. Yeah, no, that ending really just was like, oh, you guys just don't care anymore. You guys okay. like tried to give me something real. You guys made me this beautiful steak and gave me like a really expensive red wine and then I took a bite into the steak and then there were just skittles inside just skittles in the steak why would you do that like yeah sure the meat around it was good but 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 and then I drink the red wine it's cranberry juice you tricked me this is very funny um also I just want to say I, like, bit my tongue or something a couple days ago. Oh, no. And so, like, my tongue is still, like, you know when you you bite your tongue and then it's just swollen for, like, a couple days? Yeah. And so you kind of keep biting <laughs> it because it's still swollen? Yeah. I'm just in that mode, so I'm sorry if I sound weird and, like, lispy or anything. It's just because oh. my tongue is all weird this week. You bit into it. You think evolution, we would have made the tongue shorter by now. Just... Nature. Yeah, just something. Yeah. But yeah, it's just on the side. It's it's not fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway. 
Um, so, so when you say you get Joker now, is it that you get why the Joker became the Joker, or is it that you get why <laughs> Joker is such a horrible movie? I get because one of the things that I loved about Joker is that it does talk about, or in what I see. I know we believe differently, but what I see in the movie is that it does talk about superhero films and how they influence cultures and how they influence people. I I know we're all watching the Kyle Rittenhouse trial right now. <laughs> like, it, it talks about that. And I thought it was really admirable that a major franchise did that. Um, when, when we got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And now it's been a few years since then. And we've seen more of these types of blockbusters trying to do something deeper. Mm-hmm. And it's so insidious. It's so awful. It's it's slipping poison to, to many people. I forget who said this. Uh, I heard it on some podcast or I've read it somewhere. Or I heard it in an audiobook. Pick your poison. Where <laughs> someone was making the comparison, they were talking about art, and they were like, "It's McDonald's job to make sure I don't die eating their food. It's their job to make sure they don't kill me eating their food. And we should hold that same standard to artists and studios. We should make sure we're not we're not just getting this stupid nonsense that doesn't end a movie." another plot point happens and then the credits roll. Like, that's awful. That's not art. That's not film. That's not, that's not nothing. It's awful. I don't, I don't know if I fully get what you're meaning, but we have, we have a full hour. Talk about this. I will, I will talk about this. Exactly. Hopefully I will explain further and further. Yeah. Do we want to just quickly, before we get into everything else, we want to run through this cast? Yeah. Big cast. Big cast. Uh, uh, we got... Um, uh, yeah, I'm just going to stick with the main people. Because I don't, I don't know who else to fucking talk about. I mean, yeah, Kit Harrington's in it for Kit two scenes. Kit Harrington, I like Kit Harrington. I also Selma like Kit Harrington. Uh, great actress. I was very spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen the movie, go live your life. Don't go see this movie. Yeah. But hey, but spoilers right now. I was bummed when she died. I was like, oh, we were about to get Selma Hayek. Hell yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, she's dead. Oh, she's dead immediately. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Ma Dong Siok, uh, playing Gilgamesh, making his uh, like big great. MCU debut. This boy, this man's like he's in Train to Busan. He's in a couple other like Korean uh, movies, but he was really good. I really liked him. I really liked all of his parts. I thought he was really charismatic. The best, in his the fun way. Yeah, the best joke in this movie that needed exactly zero jokes but the one joke that i was okay with being in there was when he looks down and he goes oh i'm a big baby that was good <laughs> that was good yeah uh uh brian tyree henry our atlanta boy killing the game <laughs> fucking he's also in joker he's killing it he is also a joker hey, look at that um 
Uh, I love Brian Tyree Henry, man. He's so good. Yeah. I heard I was walking out of the theater when this movie came out. I was walking out of the bathroom and someone was like, yeah, I love Superman Paperboy. I love love Super Paperboy. That was it. It was just Super Paperboy. That's very good. Uh, Leah McHugh uh, playing Sprite. She was good. She was good. I, I liked her. I liked her performance. She was good. Uh, Laura Ridloff, uh, who you might have seen in Sound of Metal. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, she was great. I really like Laura Ridloff. I mm-hmm. want to see her do more stuff. Same. Nice presence. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, our big chin boy. Our big chin, big chin sick out. boy. You know how you work out and your chin just gets bigger and more defined? We could yeah. all do that if we just worked out, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. With no help needed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a lot uh, of Angel- I, I I needed exactly one joke. I needed exactly Gilgamesh going, oh, I'm a big baby. And I wanted that to be the only joke in this whole movie because it felt forced. And it's not Kumail's fault. Kumail is a great actor. I like I like him, but the editing and the writing is bad. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. Also, I kind of liked how he just dips. He just leaves. It's something that's that really so interesting. Weird. I was like, he's just gone? Okay. He sure. Was peace. he like not available? Was he shooting something else? Like what ha- like what happened? He got ripped. I was expecting him to rip off his shirt and fight Thanos. This yeah. fight. But no. Yeah. Hmm. Uh Angelina Jolie. She is not really in this movie. She is an A-list actress and she's given a B-list role. Yeah, I think she I think this role works for her, but she's not really in this movie. Why did they get Angelina Jolie? Like Why not? a very good actress to not really do a lot. Why not? Sure. Uh yeah. Why get Christopher Plummer to to die in the first fucking five seconds in Knives Out? Because there's this moment where he's talking to uh, Anna de Armas, and he's like, oh, I'm an old, decrepit man. Ugh. And then he does that. It's great. And only Christopher, only Christopher Plummer could, could have done it. Okay. That's why you get Christopher Plummer to die in Knives Out. All right. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> uh, we get probably my favorite of the, of the, at least the characters in the story in, in this uh, whole movie. Uh, Barry Keoghan. Yes! Barry Keoghan? <clears throat> I have no dr- idea. Dr- Druig, which is the funniest <laughs> name. It's made a lot of good memes, has it not? Yeah. <laughs> when I text my dealer at two in the morning, <laughs> Druig. I need Druigs. <laughs> uh, I, really so like ba- I, I really like him. He did a really good job. Who would have thought uh, the kid from A Killing of a Sacred Deer would have been the most charismatic person in this movie? Who would yeah. have thought? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he was really good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed him quite a lot. Uh, and then Richard Madden, our 
like our other Game of Thrones brother. Yeah. Um, he is really hear... not given anything to do in this movie, is he, huh? He's not. I liked his presence. I liked for what his character ends up being and how it kind of evolves. Yeah. I liked how stoic he was. It kind of worked, especially yeah. at the end when he was going to laser beam. Yeah. yeah. And then he yeah, does yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I there it, it, he is stilted. In scenes where he shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, for someone who I've really liked in other stuff, uh, a kind of mediocre performance from Gemma Chan. I also love her in other stuff. <clears throat> I do, I'm not a big fan of Crazy Rich Asians, but I loved her. I thought she's she was so good great in Crazy Rich Agents. She's so she's good in that movie. Bad in this movie. I think I don't. I will not put that on her. I, I might put it on the directing. I'll definitely put it in the writing. But I just thought they gave her nothing. Do you know she's in Captain Marvel? Yes, she is. She's a green alien. She's a part of uh, the Cree crew. Hashtag the Cree Wild. crew. Wild. <laughs> Much like uh, 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 Michael Keaton's Batman movies existing in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Gemma Chan is also a Cree <laughs> in Captain She's Marvel. She's both. Cersei and a Cree. Um, it's weird yeah, to I have think... two Game of Thrones boys in this movie and a character named Cersei. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, it's weird. Also, it's weird. like, I don't need a scene... Where they're like, hey, Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> but, like, <clears throat> they were casting Game of Thrones for a reason. They look alike. And, like, I get it. She's dating Kit Harrington now. Maybe. Yeah. I wish they talked about, like, a little bit. Like, hey, why does why did you date someone who looks so much like me? Like, <laughs> there was something there. Like, why did they cast... Well, I know why they cast him. Because he has a Disney Plus show coming up. Uh... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a Disney. I wasn't sure if it was a movie or because it, it's Mahershala Ali who talks to him at the end. Yes. So I, I was like, "Oh, is he going to be in Blade?" And then I was like, "I don't know who this motherfucker is. I don't know who Dane Whitman is." <laughs> <laughs> you know, famous character Dane Whitman. <laughs> yeah, famous Marvel character Dane Whitman. Um, I do have to say, and I hate it. These movies can still make me turn turn into a twelve year old boy. When, he, when I heard Mahershala Ali's voice, I was like, that's Mahershala Ali. <gasps> he, that's Blade! Oh my god! Yeah. That's Blade! That's so cool! <laughs> yeah. That's when I changed my rating, and I'm not joking. I heard that, and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you get three more stars. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's Blade! That's so cool! We're gonna see Blade soon, guys! <laughs> um... Remember I when think Thor's I think this movie at ha- the end of Iron Man two. Ooh, I think this movie gets a good cast together. It is a really good cast of with really good actors, and they don't do a lot. They and don't do anything sad. with them. They don't do anything. Like you have some amazing like leading men ca- actors. You have some great character actors. Like Gemma Chan is like so good. Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek are like old like. 
you know, classic movie stars. Exactly. Like people our age are going to be like, oh man, I remember seeing them in this thing. Like, oh. Kumail Nanjiani, like comedian turned sex god. (laughs) Turned sex god? (laughs) And they don't really do anything. And it's really disappointing. Yeah. Um, did we do No Bad Land for the podcast? We did it. We talked about it, but we did do it. We talked about it, but we did not do it. Okay. Because I didn't like it. <clears throat> yes, well, speaking of which, Academy Award winning Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Um, third movie. Great. I mean, with a big budget, good job for you. Gotta uh, get that money. Exactly, right? I, I wish you luck for Star Wars. Um, at least it's pretty at least it's pretty I like Nomadland I Um, hate Nomadland (laughs) what did you think of the direction in this film Chloe Zhao knows how to direct she knows how to get like good scale of stuff yeah but I these actors are not like you aren't letting them do any of their thing. And I can't tell if that's the writing or the directing or both. I I think it's, I think, you know, for a third movie for like, you know, jumping from two little indies to the biggest this, thing on earth. And for it to be like this level of like lofty sci-fi bullshit. Like, Fucking good job. That's like, my thing. She tries. Yeah. She does she really gives it her all. And you can and you can feel it. I'll drag this movie. Does it through the does it forever. succeed? Does it succeed in at doing mm. all the things? Mm, probably not, but she yeah. fucking goes for it. Big swings only. Big swings only. I'll drag this movie through the mud forever. Ant Man and the Wasp. That movie doesn't try. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> At least she was like, let me do something. Let me try to yeah. do something bigger. And if it fails, oh well. At least I tried. Yeah. And I enjoy that so much. And I wish more more of the MCU movies, forget blockbusters, more of the MCU films did this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, no, the direction... You're right. There's a lot of odd things, specifically with the actors, that mm. it wasn't until going through the cast with you where I was like, yeah, <clears throat> there is problem with the acting. There, uh, These are yeah. all good actors. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them all do really good stuff. So what the fuck? Um, I mean, I will definitely go see her next movie unless it's a Star Wars movie, but... <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll go see. I'll go see anything Chloe Zhao does. I I have faith in her abilities. Um. Yeah. You know what? I don't actually looking at looking at this writing team. I don't know if it's Chloe Zhao's fault because this is there are four writers: Patrick Burley, Ryan Furpo, and Matthew Furpo, mm-hmm. and Chloe Zhao. All those other four dudes that I named. This is their first movie. Essentially. Oh, okay. One of them wrote a Peter Rabbit movie, Peter Rabbit Two. Did that movie and come out? 
It, it sure did. Uh, or it's about to? I don't know. It has a bunch of reviews on Letterboxd, so I assume it's out. Who's to say? Uh, but yeah, this is these are the only movies that they've they've written. I'm on Letterboxd, so I don't know if about I don't know about TV, but <clears throat> um, so I'll blame it on them. I'll blame it on all these dudes I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, blame it on people you don't know. Um, yeah, the script's bad. Remember yeah. when when the big monsters, you know, those mindless monsters, like sucked up the energy of one of the Eternals and then talked out of nowhere. Remember when they were called deviants, which is also what they call the, the people who leave their timeline in Loki. That's are also called deviants. They're variants. (laughs) Oh, they're called variants. I thought they were called deviants. Nods variants for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Damn. But you're not wrong in getting them confused. You're completely <laughs> right. This That's is Bran and Bron all over again. Fault. <laughs> Say again, sorry. This is Bran and Bron all over again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Script's bad. Also, script's bad. movie doesn't. And that's the thing that broke okay. my brain. Okay, okay, no, no, one. Ex- I can name exactly one Marvel movie that ends. I disagree. I understand what you're saying, but I disagree. Because exactly, exactly one of them ends. Every Marvel movie. Okay, two. Iron Man ends, and and Endgame ends. But everything in between those two things doesn't end. Every single Marvel movie does this same bullshit. Like, I don't know why you and Justin are both are like, like, how come they keep doing this? It's like, because that's what they do. That's how these movies have always worked. Like, the end of Iron Man, even the end of Iron Man, like, I can't really say much because it's like, Fury shows up and is like, can we talk to you about the Avengers Initiative? Like, Thor's Hammer shows up at the end of Iron Man 2. Like, this is not new. The, the post credit scenes are different. The, the, like again, it's this. It's still made. It's still the same problem. What what? Uh, it's the uh, the post credit scenes are the gateway drug to this. But I agree with you there. But at least like Tony Stark's arc in that movie ended. Thor's arc in Thor one ended. Like it, he they learned a lesson and then they had to suffer the consequences of. The actions they had in the movie. But they did that in this too. They teleport to another movie and then it ends. What are you talking about? You've said, how are they teleporting to another movie? The Sentinel, or not Sentinel, the Celestial comes up and says, yo, you got some explaining to do. I'm about to take you and you're going to really suffer our wrath. Bye. And then Harrington was like, oh, geez. And then it ends. Yeah, this is Marvel movies. What do you want? I don't... I... I disagree. <laughs> How many Marvel movies ended with, like, some asshole being like, Thanos, I have found an Infinity Stone. It's on Earth again. Fuck. 
I think all of those, but what you're saying, those were the post-credit scenes. And I feel stupid for debating this because, again, they were the gateway drug to all of this. Like, the movie this did is it how end, it is. But the film did, like, it ended that we had a little bit of credits. People had a chance to leave. All the people who didn't know, who just wanted to see a movie, could go, well, I'm, I'm glad I spent $12 on that. Bye-bye. Like, they left and they didn't see that that stuff. But I, this movie I just, is like I think it's I, the same bullshit. I think this is no different than any other bullshit that Marvel has been doing since two thousand and eight. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Sure, but uh, this is what they do. I just it's. How do I? How, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Hmm. But they all do have. They all do end. Then the credits play, and then they have scenes in the in the credits. But they all end. They all have an arc that concludes. This has an arc that concludes. They just put. They just put one of their three post-credit scenes at the end of the movie. Yes, that's not awful. That's the same bullshit. Uh, if I if I go to Disney Plus right now and put on any Marvel movie, I'm sure I'm sure that when I get to the credits, it'll say skip to end credit scene. Oh yes, they probably do. And then I'll skip to that, and then I'll, it'll just be the next scene of the movie, and then I'll press press play on the next movie, and then it never ends. <laughs> this is the movie that never ends. This Iron Man 30. We're on Iron Man 30. Good lord. Yeah. Um, like, like, remember, like, remember that meme that when Endgame came out, that was like that was like Avengers Endgame, like no, like small brain. Uh Avengers th- 4, a little bit bigger brain. Iron Man 22, a little bit bigger brain. Ant-Man 3 time heist. <laughs> Galaxy Brain. Yes, I do remember that. Like that's this movie. That's all this is. That's all. That's all accurate. That all of those takes are accurate. I just, for me, this is where I'll end. For me, Ferris Bueller ends when he's laid in bed and says, "If you don't stop to smell the roses, you'll just miss it." Well, you know his famous phrase, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> you know his <laughs> Ferris Bueller. You know. Ferris Bueller's famous phrase. And, if then, you don't the, and then the credits roll. Roses. And then there's just a little, like, fun little little snack. The movie ends when he's laying in bed. But then, like, a little, the little crumbs at the end of the bag, and you tip over the bag and you eat those. Yum, 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 yum. That's what that little scene is. I get the, the these movies have changed <laughs> fundamentally. But I, and I hear what you're saying. But that's all. I mean, we're, we'll just keep doing this. Do you have anything? No, I just think this is the same bullshit. I, just, um, I don't know. You know what's not the same? This scandalous sex scene. Oh, my. Yeah. Three pump <laughs> chump, our boy Richard Madden. The most mild sex scene I've ever heard about making a headline. Those shoulders, man. Those the- shoulders. That kiss, 
the quiet I love you. Those thrusts, we saw them thrust. There was a thrust. There was like two or three thrusts. Sorry, I stepped on your line, buddy. (laughs) It's, it's just why? Why is this the why? Who cares? Let them fuck. I mean, also Tony Stark. Also Tony Stark fucks in the first Iron Man. Exactly. (laughs) Like, this is not new. Just because Captain America and, and. Peggy Carter never, like, boned down in Captain America. doesn't mean that they didn't fuck. Or Thor or Jane. Yeah. Or Captain Marvel. You think, Marvel you think Natalie Fury? Portman wasn't getting her... You think Natalie Portman wasn't getting her guts rearranged by Thor as soon as she Jesus. could? <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, like, Captain Marvel and Nick Fury. You know they were getting down. You know for a fact. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson. I know where he put that eye patch. (laughs) That was it. Peter and and MJ are in high school. The pussycat wasn't the only thing that scratched that eye. I'm so sorry. Again, I stepped on your line. (laughs) I was fully talking already, too. Like, I mean, I do it, too. It happens. I shouldn't be upset. This is just you. You pick whatever. The good thing is, you get to pick the best joke. That's the best thing. You get to mute whoever has the worst joke. I do get to choose, and it's always me. (laughs) It's always Um, me. Yeah, that the sex scene and the fucking okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Justin. (laughs) Specifically, Justin. I saw you say this. And so I gotta, I gotta come at you a little bit. Justin, Justin I saw other people. Show friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. I love you, Justin. You're a dear friend of mine, but uh, my guy. And I saw, don't I saw other people say, I saw other people say this, but I have to direct this at Justin Jones. Saying that the that this movie Eternals has the first like gay MCU character that you can't edit out is an insane thing to say. Every time Brian Tyree Henry says the word husband, we are not looking at his face. Is like, that true? That is I'm, true. I'm, I have no idea. There is not a moment. He says my family when when you're looking at him. But it's like, yeah, that could just be his kid. Like, but like you could so easily cut out that moment when they're like, when they're saying goodbye to each other. Which I think is nice. Don't get me wrong. I think that should be in this movie. But say, but making a making a thing about like, oh, they have like a gay character, and, and they're like they're being so chill about it, and, and they can't really edit it out. It's like you can. It's I. It's very easy. Well, I mean, at least like the movie was banned in certain countries for that, and that's a whole other sure, <laughs> a whole like, other like, and that and that sucks. But like, uh, but you can still take it out like so easily, like so easily. Cause you, you never see Brian Tyree Henry say husband. You can just cut out the moment when they're, when they're being intimate with each other. And then that's it. Like they never, you, you don't actively see them kiss in like a, in like a, a scene where it's like, you can't cut that out. Like that's happening while other stuff is happening. Like there's never a moment when they're, when it's clear that they are like in a relationship that is not easily editable. And 
and and so I'm just uh, I'm just tired of headlines. I'm just tired of these headlines like this. Okay. And I just have to direct it at Justin because I saw him say it on his letterbox review, and I was just like that. And I was like, huh? I hope that's true. And I saw it, and I was like, Justin, holy shit, dude, no. Okay, so I mean, this movie had a lot of headlines. I mean, had a lot of headlines. The worst rated MCU movie. Yeah. The, the first sex scene in MCU. The, the, the first MCU movie with the with big alien. With yes, and what making this a bit, little bit larger? Mm-hmm. I don't really have. I I don't remember the movie enough with the cunning of him. You yeah. saw it yesterday, so I trust you. Yeah. I know, yeah. Um, but making it larger with all the headlines with, and you said you had an issue with that. Could you go a little bit deeper? Like, what is like I'm a just core? celebrating I'm just, a company that shouldn't be celebrated? Celebrating? Yeah, stop celebrating the like minute bullshit. This doesn't matter. Like, it's not changing anything like this isn't moving the line this isn't pushing the envelope this isn't doing anything so you're just giving press to a company that needs no press to get clicks on your shitty fucking comicbookbros.com like fucking these ah it pisses me off and to have think pieces about like about like oh should there be gay people in the MCU like all this bullshit I'm just like fucking Jesus Christ I will push I do think it's I don't think Disney should be praised for doing the bare minimum I agree with you there but I do think it's important and and influential is too big of a word not influential I think but don't like important. don't get my don't get my my being frustrated with with of course, MCU press to take away from the fact that obviously there should be gay people in all movies. Of course, gay yes. people exist. Like there should like there should be more diversity in all movies forever. Like that's just how it is because gay people are out there. We're we're all over the place. Uh, people of color, they're all over. They're all out. They're, everyone's out there, all over the place. Just put them in your movies. Like it's not a it, but just. The people who, like, eat up every little fucking thing and, like, the fucking obsession with this company that is just doing, like, not even the bare minimum. Like, doing less than the minimum. Like, it's just insane to me. When we're having movies that are coming out that are, like, actually trying to talk about this sort of stuff and actually trying to, like, explore queer relationships and like and or or not even explore queer relationships just having a queer person just in them just because like i don't know it's just it's frustrating it's just frustrating to me when i can watch something like a thing that we want to talk about at the end of the episode but like big mouth where it's just like yeah queer people yes Mm-hmm. Here they are talking about they exist. Mm-hmm. With when when mouth. I can like watch like someone great and it's just like yeah, she's lesbian, cool, yeah. Like it's nothing. Like you don't say anything about it because it's not. It's it. Like I get I get the argument of like 
well, we should talk about it because it's a big deal. Like it hasn't happened for a long time, but I just, I want, I just want to live in the world where it's just like, yep, they're just there because they are just there because gay people are just there and you shouldn't have to like the othering of gay people is frustrating as hell. Mm, I hear that. Yes. I hear that. That's yes. Yeah. Sorry. It took me a while to get there. No, no, this is, I mean, that's the podcast. (laughs) Um, Yes. Welcome back. It took me a while to get there. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a while to get there. Oh, that should be our slogan. Good Lord. Um, Yeah, I totally, hearing you say that, that's where, because at first I was like, what are you, what are you on, Sam? What are you talking about? Like, this is important. Yes, they shouldn't be praised for this, but like, I'm walking out of the theater after hearing Super Paperboy. I heard so many people say, well, I'm happy that it was so diverse. Like, I haven't seen that big of a movie with this with this much of yeah. a different cast from different people from all over the world. For sure. Um, I love that. It's great to see that there is a superhero that's death, that there's someone in a yeah. film who is powerful and is death. Um, yeah, but I also hear where that is a slip for a uh, slippery slope for just othering, just yeah, segregating even more. I hear that 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 like that's that's just where where this where it all frustrates me. Like I just want, I don't know. I I I just I appreciate it when I can watch something, and it, it, like if a queer person shows up, it's just like yep. Of course. The movie doesn't say anything about it. The audience doesn't really say anything about it. Like, press isn't really saying anything about it. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> Some people out there just queer. Just living their life. Like, doesn't have to become this whole article or a think piece or a YouTube essay or whatever the fuck about, like, oh, AMC, the Marvel's so diverse. <laughs> I want to suck Mickey Mouse's cock. Oh, the mouse that literally kicked gay people in the throat to make sure they were in their movies. Yes, yes, please, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Give it to me, Daddy. Like, Um, this is, like, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I hear that. I always get like this whenever I have to be on Facebook for more than two seconds. You when when do you, the only time I'm on Facebook is right before I click on our link. I go on Facebook. I I go on Facebook when I have to send you when I have to send you the thing, and when I have to message our D and D group. Mm-hmm. And my birthday was yesterday, so I had to like. Go oh and like yes, of course. See all the, the things birthday, then, the dang birthday. Yeah. Also, it's not called Facebook anymore. It's Meta. Get it right. No. The website is still called Facebook. The company is now called Meta. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. You get it right, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, don't I look stupid? Um speaking of looking stupid, Joker. My, my big thing was like we shouldn't have a 2001 Marvel movie. That shouldn't exist. 
Now, watching the movie, I was like, this just shouldn't... We shouldn't have a 2001 movie, but also, remember, Iron Man's in this. Yeah. And this was the movie that did it for me. I enjoyed Joker telling this origin story, but having an obvious homage to another film and talking about the current state of cinema. I enjoyed that. Cruella, I thought it was interesting. And the dangerous Say again? And the dangerous incel politics of Joker. Well, stupid people exist all over. If they if they don't get it, that's that makes them stupid. Anyway, <laughs> with Cruella, I enjoyed the British steampunk um, influence on it. It's an interesting way to tell these stories. These movies already corrupted our, or when I say these movies, Disney already corrupted our. At least they're doing something that has some thought. And then Eternals came out, and I was like, no, this is... You're, like... <laughs> this is, I'm gonna, this is gonna sound extreme, but bear with me. It's like they're uh-huh. gentrifying film. It's like... <clears throat> oh my god. It's... Andrew, you just cracked it. <laughs> and, Andrew, Disney is just gentrifying movies. <laughs> And, like, I know Joker's Water Brothers, and I'm sure there are other movies that fit this criteria that I'm not even thinking of. Uh, but it's just kind of... Eternals was the thing that made me go, oh, no, no, don't make these movies real movies. They're not real movies. Iron Man's a real movie, but it knows it's a superhero movie. It's fun. <laughs> he gets captured by terrorists, and you never stop having fun during Iron Man. Right? This movie tries to be so heavy, and it stops to be fun. Like, there's just this moment where the movie's like, but what is your place on this universe? What does it mean? Are we all just on a spinning rock? Going towards oblivion? Are we? Do any of us have any purpose? Is Does any of this all matter from the person down the street to, to these literal gods? Does anything matter? And it's like, we're here. I'm here to shove popcorn in my face. Don't okay. do this to me, Marvel. Okay. I get what you're saying. I disagree. Okay, please. I I, I want these movies, if I, it, because they, they have to do something different. Because, because, Andrew, we were complaining about all the Marvel movies being the same. Yes. About all being that same fun, popcorn-y bullshit. Right? Like, everyone complained about that. So, of course, they're going to change and they're going to start doing this weird stuff. And I would much rather they go fully into this and just be like, yeah, sure, why not? Let Koei Zhao make her weird existential, what-is-your-place-in-the-universe movie, but it just is an MCU movie. But, But don't but then don't MCU it. Don't make it MCU-ish by making I guess, by giving okay. Kumail Nanjiani being like, I'm gonna make a quip every two seconds. I, uh, I'm the funny guy. I did I'm a big love baby. The assistant. I forget his name in the movie. I I thought I thought he was. I really didn't like him. I thought he was bringing the movie. I thought the actor did a good job. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought the character was fucking pointless. I was like. I don't need, like, I'm this guy already. Like, I don't need to have this dude be, be like, so just, oh, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, God. And, yeah, I just, I really wanted this. I wanted this movie to have zero jokes. 
I love that part where he, where Kubel was like, you should go home. And he was like, go home? The world's going to end and I'm around the, the, the people who could stop it? No, I'm not going to go home. I like, a pr- it's going back to the script where there are interesting ideas. I like that this guy's following these, these Eternals all around the world thinking about his place in the universe. There's something so interesting and he's like so joyful and happy, but they don't do anything with it. I hear you. Like I'm okay if you're the comedic relief. Just do something or don't. And we have fun. Or, or make it some, or make it something like more interesting, like a Kit Harrington who gets kind of caught up in it. Like, Mm -hmm. right. Like make it more of a personal sort of connection. Nah, he's instead of just like soon. instead of Kumail Nanjiani who's just like yeah I don't know he he's worked for me for 50 years and they don't they don't seem like buddy but they aren't like really close like he's clearly working for him and like a- admires him instead of like having like the moment where it's like the deviants are like attacking them in London and Gemma Chan is like Kid Harrington, get on the get on the spaceship, just go. And he's just like, okay, okay, okay. And then he just like is there for the rest of the movie. Like he's just like, we just have to keep going, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like I would much prefer that sort of thing rather than here's just a guy. You know, if you're gonna do that sort of relationship. Also, I think this movie needed to spend way more time developing Gemma Chan and Richard Madden's relationship. Yes. For their like climax to work because they spent so much time on the like relationship stuff between all the other characters that I was like, I don't know any of you at this point. I don't know what anybody's relationship is. I liked the amount that they gave to uh Barry Kogan and uh Lauren Ridloff. I think their the the amount that they did for them, I was like, I know what their relationship is. Uh, yes, I, I yes. Get mm-hmm. I get that, right? I just need that little bit. But, like, we spent so much time with Angelina Jolie and uh, Ma Dong Siak that I was just like, oh, my, oh, my, I don't, who are these motherfuckers? Like, you are, are you're giving me this, they gave me the same amount as of Angelina Jolie and Ma Dong um, as they did with Richard Madden and Gemma Chan. And I was like, one of these relationships is way more important to this story working than the other one. And you're giving them both equal weight and time. And I'm like. This is not working. This is not working. <laughs> yeah. And I know what I'm about to say. I know you completely disagree with, but when I saw the movie, this is how I saw it. And no sure. matter what these films do, I'll always carry this movie with me. But in Avengers Infinity War, I think it's so cool that two years beforehand, Donald Trump won the presidency. Then Thanos won. That's an interesting thing that they did. And then they just let it go. I just, I'm kind of just like, you can have these movies be fun and do something thoughtful, but you don't have to co-op. I hope I'm using the word right. Co-op this whole style and this self-importance to a movie that doesn't need it nor deserves it. Yeah, it doesn't and, need to be. You don't. Marvel shouldn't be hiring the next Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and like I get it. Get your money. 
right? Like if Marvel came to me with with two billion dollars, I don't know if I'd say no. I talk all this. I talk all this trash. I don't know if I'd yeah. say no. You might have to. You might have to text me and be like, Sam, we gotta talk. And then you might be like, we gotta delete every Marvel movie we've ever <laughs> talked about. Every single because one. Because I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I'll give you stuff. I'll give you. I'm rich. You're rich. Don't worry. But like, we gotta delete yeah, yeah. some stuff. We gotta delete some stuff. <laughs> you're in the movie, Sam. Don't don't worry about it. We're getting the money together. But, but we, we gotta delete over. those episodes. <laughs> yeah. No. It's. I'm just. It really. It's weird. This, if, it did, if it bugged you, it bugged you. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this weird going going back to just Marvel at large. This year's just been weird. We've gotten as the most Marvel content ever. Yeah, ever. Well, I was I was just thinking about Shang Chi. Like that movie, the best when Shang Chi is at its best is when it it is when it isn't a Marvel movie. Yeah, right? like when it, that movie is is at its best when it is a fun kung fu movie, or it's interesting. The movie is interesting when it's talking about your parents' expectation of you. Yeah, I think I think also I want that movie. I want that movie to be a romance movie. I want that movie to be a love story with uh, with Tony Leung and his wife. Oh yeah! All I want, all I want out of that movie is Tony Leung to be like I'm lonely. I miss your mom. I miss you. I haven't seen you in dec in the decade. Yeah. I miss you. You're my son. I miss you. I love you. I miss and love my what? Like she's dead. What am I doing? I lived for thousands of years and I loved one woman. And she's gone. Right? Like I want that to be Shang-Chi. Yeah. But instead it's here's a big dragon fighting a big dragon. That was the last like it's every single one of these movies and I can't wait what Spider-Man has or holds I should say every single Black Widow Shang-Chi and this I felt like I literally got punched in the chest like oh you thought it was lit like you thought we were doing something nope 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 (laughs) and then Endgame did that but it slapped me put me to the ground grabbed me by the collar and said and guess what you're gonna love it too that's the best part you're gonna love it (laughs) And I was like, yes, you, I will. It's it slapped you around and picked you up and just went, Avengers assemble. And, and then you were like, oh, shit. my face. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> and with Loki, which really like broke me down, right? Yeah. A, a, a show that doesn't end. Like a, here's my thing. Like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, at least they have like a alright. He became Captain America. She let go of a vision. She became more yeah. powerful. While Loki's just like, oh, here's Jonathan Majors. See you, See you later. Two. See you season two. Disney Plus Day, November 12th, 2021. Do you want to watch 10 minutes of recaps of the shows that you just watched to watch five minutes of just logos for shows that are coming out? Eventually, because <laughs> that's all that that fucking video was. Are you ready for Agatha House of Harkonnen? I mean Harkness. <laughs> what I love 
I love Catherine. I've been on the Catherine Hahn train when no oh, yeah. one was on that train. Like, I've loved Catherine her Hahn since for a while. What's that show going to be? What are we doing here? What's Ironheart going to be? What's She-Hulk going to be? What is She-Hulk? And I've She-Hulk seen- also has the worst logo I've seen since Loki. It has a really bad logo. Someone said it looked it looked like a show that runs on CBS for like three episodes and then gets canceled. That's funny. See, I want to be a Twitter comedian, but people are fast and people just have people, jokes. People are fast and they're on it. <laughs> just like they dang, are. I can't. I have nothing that will top that. Dang, <laughs> I've been wanting a She Hulk something for a while. I think She Hulk yeah. is a very interesting character, but. I hope it's I hope it's good. She had some green limbs. In I'm the okay thing. calling the <laughs> and a thick trunk. Um, yeah, I'm okay with calling these things content because that's how they treat it. It is content. It's yeah things that are on now. Did you hear Oscar Isaac's crazy voice for Moon Knight? Yeah, I'm so excited! Like the greatest actor of our generation and. He sounds like Lin Manuel Miranda and Mary Poppins I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see what the fuck he does. Uh, people be wondering about my love <laughs> Sounds like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we just finalized our schedule, folks, for the year. We're doing Spider-Man, so get ready for this conversation again, I guess. Uh, Unless Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are actually in that movie, and we can both just freak out. Yeah. And, like, Willem Dafoe comes back. Yeah. Well, Willem Dafoe's definitely in it, right? He's He's in the poster. Is he in the poster? Yeah, Green Goblin's in a little... It's the ugliest poster I've ever seen, which... Is he actually in the poster? I saw a whole thing about this poster, and then I never looked at the poster. A bunch of people were like, the poster! And I was like, who cares about a poster? Yeah, no, he's in the no poster. No one cares about a poster. Uh, no Way Home poster? Is it the one with the arms? Yes. Where's the Green Goblin? So, on his oh, right there he side? Is. Yeah. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, it could just be. It could be Dane DeHaan. Um, it could be Dane DeHaan. <laughs> it could be Dane DeHaan in Willem Dafoe's <laughs> costume. The multiverse! Whoa! Yeah. Um, Good lord. Anyway, do we do you have quickly anything? want to do? Do you want to talk mouth? about Big Mouth? Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. <clears throat> it's weird because I remember when the show was out and you talked about it. You raved from season one. Yeah. And I tried to watch it and I was like, I'm still too close to these memories. I remember middle yeah. school. I'm way too close yeah. to this. Uh, but then the pandemic hit and grow up quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, show's good. Show's smart. Yeah. it It's real. It understands not just being a hormonal teenager, but being a human. It, like, gets it. Yeah. Um, it's nice. It's good. I really liked it. I really did. I did not like the 
the puppet Christmas episode. Ah. I thought I liked the puppets, but I thought that episode was just bad. Yeah. Um, but I really liked the rest of the season. I thought it was really well done. I did it. I I did actually. I had like a. I kind of freaked out, like in a, in like a way I haven't freaked out in a while. When when Nick opened a door to Nick Kroll's office and he was standing there, I was like, "This is wild! Yeah. I can't believe this is happening right now." It was weird. It was. I still, it, to me, kind of the ending specifically him meeting Nick Kroll. It just reminded me a lot of the finale of season two or season four. Um, I should say when he meets the older version of himself, Nick star. Yeah, it was, it was just that again, but I still, it was better, but it was better. I I was just like, liked it. mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we've seen, and I, I mean, like, I feel like this is kind of almost the point of the show, but like we see, uh, Andrew kind of evolving. We see Missy kind of evolving. We see Jesse kind of evolving. And Nick's kind yeah. of staying the same yeah. guy. Again, I think I see it. I understand. Is, yeah. I don't know. We're five seasons deep. I watched all the season all season one through four all last year, so maybe it just I think that's probably the issue. Cause for me it's like still nice. It's still mm. just like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes it yeah. is hard to change. Some sometimes it yeah. takes a minute for sometimes, you to evolve. Sometimes it takes five seasons, you know. Yeah. And just just Nick kind of just being a jerk and being aloof and selfish has been his thing. Yeah. And I'm very curious to see what they do with season six. I and hope I hope now they start. I start. He starts his arc of change. Mm-hmm. Right, because I think with the with the hate worm stuff, I think he kind of went full Nick. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. went fully into it, and I think now he has to start working his way the other way. Yeah, it's a it's a really good show. It's very yeah. sweet in its own weird, gross way. It's very very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm Andrew Thomas. I'm Sam Bannigan. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I mean, it's a world. Uh, yeah, we've locked in our, our schedule for the rest of this year. So unless something crazy happens, like we're. What's number set. episode? Oh, we is did this? not. This is not 200. Okay. But which one is 200? Hold on. That might be. We might have to change something. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that. We might have to change something because this is episode one ninety seven. So one ninety eight, one ninety nine. House of Gucci. House of Gucci would be two hundred. I guess we could do House of Gucci for two hundred. I like Adam Driver. I'm okay with it being two hundred. I like Adam. I like Adam Driver. I like. I like Ridley Scott. I like Lady Gaga. I like uh, Al Pacino. Jared Leto, I think, is in that movie. He is in that movie. I can't wait to see an actor try so hard and not try at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, House of Gucci can be 200. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? What else would it be? Uh, Lynch? No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
<laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. You can join Linux Studios in producing our show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, uh, link yeah, should be yeah. in our little description and on all, our, on all of our social medias. There's been some weird issues. SoundCloud is not great. Uh, we're we're going to be switching over to a new hosting service soon. I just got busy. I got to find a regular job. <laughs> So when I sit down at my computer, I'm like, I need to find a regular job and not work on my podcast sometimes. Same. Um, You write down jokes and you're paid to tell those jokes. I hear you, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it'll it'll all get fixed. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, But thanks so much for listening again. Patreon.com slash welcome back pod. Five bucks a month. You get a bonus episode every single month. Uh, those are always a good time. We just kind of shoot the shit, uh, and we're we're still like, well, I mean, we haven't gotten any new patrons in a while, but we're like fifteen bucks away from our one hundred and fifty goal of are doing we? our greatest showman. Uh, oh my god! Uh, commentary track. Sometimes we do you want to go to Canada. Yeah. Well, ooh, yeah. luckily, I mean, yeah, there's no reason to hide it. Like, I'm 90% sure I'm going to be there this summer, so. Yeah, maybe by then we'll, we'll have $150 exactly. a month on Patreon. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's a great way to support the show. But if you don't have the money or don't want to give us money, there is a pandemic going on. We totally get it. We also don't have any money. Um, so if instead you want to support the show... Follow us on social media, subscribe on all the different podcatchers, uh, like, review, all the different things that you can do. Um, also, most importantly, tell your friends, tell all your eternal pals um, to listen to us for eternity. We have almost 200 hours of uh, the podcast. And you can listen to it all for eternity with your pals. So tell your friends. Also, if you're not doing anything Saturday, November 20th at 6 p.m., come on by to the Broadway Comedy Club. Right uh, a little past Times Square. I believe it's between Avenue 8 and 9, 53rd Street. I will be performing. At 6 o'clock, so I would love to see you there. And if you buy your tickets in advance and use the promo code Andrew, you get $5 off. I usually do a bit about stuff like that, but this is not a bit. This is real. That's real. That's absolutely real. Use the promo code Andrew, and you get $5 off. Uh, It will be 6 o'clock on November 20th. I hope to see you there. Broadway Comedy Club. Hell yeah. Yes. My boys got goofs. Got the goofs. And, uh, do you think... Do you think someone could do an edit of content by Bo Burnham, but have it be Mickey Mouse? Oh, that... Do you think that exists already? Yeah, <laughs> Look, I've made you some content. I can't. I can't do a. I can't do a Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. Michael's been a little depressed.